That was when they mm-hmm. were ordered to series. They chose to put a, put her aside and hire mm-hmm. Billy Madison. Bailey. Bailey. That's a good Billy Madison. Madison. That would have been a fun. <laughs> oh Did fart she play hockey? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the original actress's name was Gianna <laughs> Lapera or Lapera. La I can't. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> that would be Pera. But uh, yes. <laughs> She was she was moved along and and replaced by Bailey Madison. <laughs> that would be so perfect because Billy Madison is like a grown up child man child, right. and he never developed because he never graduated kindergarten. <laughs> Do you know what uncancel means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing that TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is uncanceled giving Trash TV the chance it never deserved. Now they're all gone, canceled on and on, but they're never gonna be canceled. This week on the Patreon, we have 10 Things I Hate About You, the ABC Family adaptation of the 1999 film of the same name. It's available two months before it'll be available to the public, so drop on by patreon.com slash uncanceled to get started. Hello, everyone. I'm Tom Cash, and you're listening to Uncancelled, the show where we watch and review the first and last episodes of a television show from the last 20 years that was canceled after only one season. Is based on an article by Thrillist. That's Thrillist.com, who won't return my emails. <laughs> and <laughs> Tom's stealing yeah, my intro. They won't, talk, they won't talk to me. Come on, Thrillist. It was so much better. Uh, so much better than anyone I've done. You have to listen to like 25 of me and then one good one of Tom. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, I, no, I, 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 I love from, that intro. That was great. Yeah. Beautiful. I did hear from, uh, uh, yeah, I was talking to Twitter to John Sellers, who is one of the authors or, or blurb. Well, the guy who was responsible for writing the blurbs, but apparently even the ones that have his initials on them, he was not (laughs) responsible for pitching that show. He just published it. (laughs) So figure that one out. Oh, man. (laughs) You're not... You don't know anything about the show, but (laughs) here you just released it for us to watch. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I had some things to say... I had some things Sorry, to ahead. say to him, but he's like, oh, I've never seen that. And I was like, your name is on the thing. <laughs> uh, on the show that we're, we're going to review today? I or don't know another, if it was that one, but he has a few show. on there. Uh, and he was uh, direct messaging me on Twitter. And he's like, yeah, I didn't see that one. Someone just dropped out <laughs> last minute. So I had to write the blurb. And I was like, oh, 
Uh, <laughs> well, now who the hell do I blame for making me watch that terrible show? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we know one thing is that Thrillist will return my emails now, but they'll be from the yeah. lawyers. <laughs> Talk smack yeah. about me on your podcast. <laughs> Joining us today. So our our oh. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna Join. say uh, our host today is Brandon Marsden, as usual. But uh, we are trying something a little different today. So, Brandon, did you have anything that you wanted to open up uh, with? No, I do not have anything to open up with. I guess. Hey, sister, soul sister, gotta get that flow, sister. <laughs> What? <laughs> and we're here. And we're and here. <laughs> we have got Erica and Leia from Hey Sister Soul Sister, the podcast. And I have to admit, I, I, I don't know much about your no. podcast. Why don't you tell we us a little bit about it? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Erica. Okay. I was okay. like, are you going to say Leia? Well, I was going to. No. I, I'm going to toss it to you. Yeah, I was going to be a little bit of a smart, smart ass and be like, well, you got to go listen to it. We are on a CD. I did but, listen to it. But we're, we're I, what what are we? We're kind of a pop, we're a pop culture podcast, a little bit of comedy. It's really rooted around friendship, but we talk about like struggles of being geriatric millennials, because that's a thing, and everyday life. But then we mm. add a little mm. bit of like life lessons, because Leah and I are really into like mindset and growth and come from that from our perspective as, you know, women of color, daughter of immigrants and all that. So I think it's really unique to have that there and then plus we've been friends for 20 years so i think that's something Over. to applaud mm. um because you know as you get older you don't have those friendships so it gets hard yeah. it gets hard to keep it yeah, and we've kept it and we're basically family like you know yeah so, so that i think that's really important the sisterhood that's why it's called hey sister soul sister because we always say we're soulmates mm-hmm. and that was like ah. the phrase that encapsulated us yeah. It's very poignant. Yeah. Yeah. It's very what? <laughs> poignant. Where can we? Poignant. I don't know what that word is. Poignant. It's okay. Poignant? I know. It's meaningful. meaningful. Oh, it's oh thank you. Meaningful. And, yeah. I don't it's know if important. I said it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know big, big words. I think I. I think it may be poignant. poignant. I think the I or the. Poignant. Yeah, I think poignant. I think Tom is correct. Poignant. Pony. 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 I'm going to say it wrong and I'm going to blame you guys. Okay? <laughs> That's the first time I've so ever said it. How can our listeners find your show? Uh, what's the best, best place, place to go, go for Spotify that? Spotify and uh, App. Apple, yeah, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we're Apple. Okay. the usual. So the, the usual. Places. The usual. Um, we're also on Patreon. Yeah, and. We yeah. have an Instagram account okay. too. Hey sister, soul sister, is it dot podcast? Yeah, I get mm-hmm. confused because we had to do certain things with the username <laughs> to get it. Um, and then we are gonna eventually have all our stuff on you on YouTube. <clears throat> just working with um, finding an editor. Even though I know how to edit, it just it's so time consuming. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so eventually, she doesn't yeah. want to do ours. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I want to edit other stuff. So um, we'll, we have a few stuff on the YouTube, but uh, I've been pretty lazy to keep up with it. So. <laughs> so Zade. 
So mm-hmm. for yeah. the videos on YouTube, is that uh, is that something that you'll be doing like 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 video, or is that like putting an animation to go along? No with animation the right now. Audio? Uh, just very simple video podcast. Eventually, probably when when the the bank starts rolling in, you know, when I get offers, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right now, it's go. just like bare minimum, get there it out go. there, and then when the cash money starts flowing, then we could we could have a little <laughs> more fun with it. <laughs> We're, <laughs> yeah, I've got a dream studio on the way, but we'll Tom, get there. You and we'll I, get let's there. stay connected. I like, think we're on the same wave path there. We'll, we'll bounce ideas. Yeah. <laughs> a Fisher Price dream studio, more like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, hey, I think we should get started on the show. Uh, the show we'll be reviewing today is Trophy Wife. It was created by Emily Halpern and, I'm sorry, Sarah Haskins, both of whom have worked together on the film Booksmart and on the television show Blackish. It stars Malin Ackerman, who was in the films uh, Rock of Ages and Watchmen, Bradley Whitford, who was in The West Wing, and Michaela Watkins, who was in the film Wanderlust. The show is described as a reformed party girl, finds herself an insta-family after falling in love with a man with three manipulative children and two judgmental ex-wives. This show has a 6.9 rating out of 10 on IMDb, and on Rotten Tomatoes, the average rating is 76, with an audience score of 81. As a whole, how would you guys Mm -hmm. rate the show? Overall rate from 1 to 10... I, I mean, would ahead. say <laughs> that I, <laughs> I would give it uh, probably a seven, seven and a half. It's pretty good for sitcoms. I was uh, pleasantly surprised that Malin Ackerman, uh, well, she plays a good drunk. <laughs> <laughs> She does. Like. <laughs> she does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I'm gonna go lower. I gotta go with six point five. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe because I do like Malin Ackerman as a an actress. I've seen her other work. Uh, but I I don't know. This one missed the mark for me a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, Erica. I give it a seven. I actually was kind of pleasantly surprised. Um, and I don't like her. I don't know what it is. I don't have anything against her. Like, I think she's a good, I mean, but there's something about her that bugs me, but I actually, like, could tolerate her in the show. And there's nothing she's done. I just don't know why I just get this vibe off of her. Um, but I give it a seven. I was pleasantly surprised with I with mean, it. when I saw the cast, because I intentionally didn't look up anything about yeah. the show. Yeah, me so, too. When they popped up one at a time in the the pilot episode, I was like, "Oh, all right, this is a this is a home run. This is a solid yeah, cast because yeah. I've seen everyone in something." Exactly. Yeah. Um, and maybe my expectations got a little too high too quick because <laughs> then I I lost interest r- really quickly. I was like, yeah. oh, "Okay, that's all right." Yeah. 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 I'm not sure I necessarily. Uh, if it was explained why she decides that she wants to take all this on. Yes. Besides, yeah. it, I guess the, the, the reasoning is basically that she, because she wants to, there's no real so. clear specific reason that someone would want to suddenly become a stepmother and, 
yeah. of all yeah. these kids and an older husband and yeah. yes within oh. one year like they because yeah. i think that's what the whole premise was for the first episode was like they met and then a year later she's like nice. drunk in back of the <laughs> the ex-wife's car yeah um <laughs> yeah so yeah. it was a, it was a lot yeah. but you're right like they didn't explain like how or why yeah. or because i didn't really see so much of a connection between the her husband like when on the first on the first day they they met yeah 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 they just basically how does that go down they just get in a in a crash they get in some sort of accident and then they're at the hospital and then (laughs) yeah um, yeah she like fell on top she fell on top she was drunk (laughs) and fell on top of him um i don't know i just i mean i didn't really question it too much given that it was a comedy like I just was like, oh, okay, it's an extreme situation. They're in love. Let's make it funny by having them get married within a year and like her finding out day one what what she's like in for. So I I saw like the comedic twist to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I didn't like think why did she do it. It was just like, oh yeah, they were they just wanted to bang. So you know, might as well, <laughs> might as well just put a ring on it. You know, <laughs> she could deal with all the other stuff. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't question it. I didn't overly question it. I was just kind of when, like, she has now all these other kids to take care of and all that. And mm-hmm. she just basically says, oh, well, I always wanted to be a mom and have a family. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I don't. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. craziness. <laughs> it, yeah. Why it not does, have but... your own gradually? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does, but it's really weird because I actually do know somebody that, like, on her second date with her now husband, she was, like, helping him set up, like, things for his daughter's birthday. And, like, so that's why I was like, oh, sometimes, you know, it just, it is what it is. And people, it does yeah. happen. <laughs> that's why I yeah. just didn't even, like, it just went over my head. I was just like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> It definitely happens, but it's, yeah, it I guess does. it adds to the comedy with the absurd right. nature of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you bring yeah. up the cast, Leia. Yeah. How did you? Yeah. How did you? I like loved the cast. the cast. I mean, I think they're. I, and I, I know Mal. I don't know everyone else by name. <laughs> I don't know. But either. I remembered everyone from <laughs> different things that I've seen. And I was like, ooh, solid cast. Mm-hmm. Like, I think. The, the first wife, the doctor one. I love uh, her. Marsha Gay Harden. Yeah. Yes, I love her. And I thought, and I don't I don't know the structure, guys, so Tom, direct me if this is too early. So, <laughs> but her in the, in the pilot versus her in the last episode. And I was like, oh, she must have gone through a journey. Because <laughs> like, she just seemed warmer by the, the last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love her in particular as an actress. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I thought the cast was solid. Solid cast. I wanted, I think I just wanted more, maybe more from them. Yeah. yeah. Tom, do we know who plays the other uh, ex-wife? I've yeah. seen, she was a new girl, for one, yeah. which I'm, she's, 
yeah. find Obsessed out. With. She's been Obsessed in a lot of stuff. Because like, I was like, oh, yeah. look, it's the girl from The Watchmen. And oh, look, her friend is the girl from Santa, Santa Clarita. And <laughs> then I'm like, oh, look, the, the guy from, the guy from uh, what is that sh- show? Uh, it's on Hands May Tale. And then the, the, the yeah, the, <laughs> the guy from Get Out. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> the husband. Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, we've oh. we've got Michaela Watkins as Jackie Fisher. I'm not sure on the character names, so oh, yeah. I can't tell you who's who. But based on the trailer I watched, I think one of them is. Um, well, gosh, it's kind of hard to tell, actually. Uh, Diane Buckley, Marsha Gay Hayden is it Harden. Is that yeah, is that's that one of the first the first wife. First wife. Yeah. yeah, and then. And is the second one the teacher? No, no. she's like that, that's that's Michaela Watkins, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. That's Michaela. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm Good cast. And that's played by Jackie oh. Fisher. Okay. Who was in hmm. Jackie Fisher. Not Hold related on. to Bobby or Carrie. <laughs> Doesn't like chess or she Star was in Wars. Wanderlust. It's not her thing. Um, yeah, she was in Wanderlust, so that's Wanderlust where she came from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a disappointment. Oh, I did not <laughs> watch it. I don't it. think I saw it. I don't think it looked. But appetizing. can I say the cameo that I most appreciated from the pilot was Phyllis from The Office? Oh, anyone yes. else? <laughs> She played the teacher. Uh, <laughs> Phyllis. Oh, yes. The yes. And I was like, it's Phyllis. She, <laughs> yes, yes. She was also in the original Angel. She was one of the, she was a teacher in that one, too. I don't know if you guys saw that scene, that series about no. four years ago. Original Angel. Uh, it's called The Original Angel, where wow. she plays a teacher who is dis- like dissatisfied with her life and connects with this woman who helps her and a few other characters in the show uh, reach a kind of unity. It's a very hmm. interesting show. I don't want to hijack, but I <laughs> thought I'd throw that piece of trivia in. I was thinking, when you said original angel, I was thinking of like Charlie's Angels. Me too. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah. I'm actually giving away. It's The name of the show is actually Uh-oh. The OA. Oh, oh, I remember but, but seeing previews it, to it that. Never watched it, like but it I remember. to go away. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible show. I don't think there's a second season. Maybe our second season. Yeah, maybe that's a season thing. two yeah. pick, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it away for now. <laughs> oh yes, please. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Uh, Tom, what is... I think we're ready to get into the first episode. First episode. Yeah, Mm -hmm. let's dive into it. So the uh, title is aptly enough called Pilot. And in this episode, Kate is is in uncharted territory and finds support from her best friend, Meg. IMDB rated this a 10 out of se- a 7 out of 10. Out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 out of 7, yeah. Wow. Some weird un- non-Euclidean <laughs> mathematics that's new. Something about Cthulhu, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is again... Uh, yeah, kind of what I said in the beginning. Uh, the highlight for me was that she 
obviously has to hide the daughter's um, vodka that she gets at school. And then uh, Marsha Gay Harden as the, the mom is like, no, don't let my mom find out you know how she is. And she's this high-strung doctor. As Marsha Gay Harden usually plays a high-strung type of uh, lady. Uh, and yeah, so then she downs... Malin Ackerman is forced to uh, down the entire vodka as <laughs> pretending it's water because uh, Marcia Gay Harden wants her, thinks her son is thirsty and demands that he drink water. So <laughs> he's like, who's drinking the vodka here? Uh, that was a highlight for me. Um, I would agree. Yeah. That was a highlight for me. And you're right. I think you said it in the beginning. Malin Ackerman plays a really solid drunk. The way oh. she just, <laughs> when she drank that and then her facial expressions, I was like, we have all been here. Like, <laughs> on some yeah. level, I have made that face. I've made that gag. Like, yeah, I have been there. Yeah. And so it was like totally relatable. I, lo- I love that scene. Yeah. And we, we felt for her. Yeah. We felt for her oh, 100%. in that moment. Oh, like, oh yeah. shit, yeah. that's a lot of fucking vodka. That was <laughs> Last a time lot I did that, vodka. I was not, not, oh. not good. That was too long. Ago. Never, never again. Never again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the best was... thing for me. Because that, that is a good scene, actually. I thought it was really funny. But the best scene for me, and mainly it's the best scene for me because it wanted me to keep watching more, was when they were in the hospital and, like, all the kids and the wives and the ex-wives just, like, oh, pop yeah. up. Because it was unexpected. I was like, what the heck is going on? And then I was laughing. I was like, okay, now I want to continue watching. So it was the moment for me where, like, I was like, okay, I could deal with it. Because before I was still analyzing, like, what is what is the story about? Do I want to invest more time in it? And I think that moment kind of caught me because it was unexpected for me because I didn't know anything about the show. And it made me want to, like, continue watching the episode. Yeah, yeah, I guess the setup would be that she, well, that they, what, fall on top of each other or whatever the yeah. heck. They're at, yeah. The, yeah. they're at the hospital, and then she's doing that uh, where he asks her out. And she's like, well, most people would say no, but <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> I said yes. So I, <laughs> I guess maybe the, I guess maybe she's just drunk all the time. And she just says <laughs> yes to things. <laughs> I guess that's the whole kind of idea there. I'm not yeah. sure. She was a party girl, right? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Absolutely. She was down. She was down. Yeah. So she said yes to this. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed kind of like maybe she just wanted to be taken care of. And she was like, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the whole, especially with her uh, friends who are kind of irresponsible, uh, more or less grown up children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that they kind of, their whole thing is they just don't want to deal with too much responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, I guess I would justify why she kind of, sees her opportunity and is like okay well yeah I gotta monitor kids but big deal I get to kind of I mean she doesn't have a job or anything from what I understand Mm. oh that's a good point we couldn't pinpoint if she was 
a stay-at-home mom or if she was uh if she worked in those two episodes that we watched yeah yeah i'm yeah. assuming she didn't since the show is called trophy wife so yeah i just assume she don't didn't. think she did but there's the scene where yeah that's the first episode where she the asian kid the asian boy uh she I don't remember where he has to go, but she gets her friend to then oh, pick him yeah. up, and then she takes him to the bar and has him, <laughs> like sitting there while she has a drink and gets her paycheck. Or <laughs> so it was like if her friend is like kind of a ditzy bartender or mm-hmm. uh, waiter, and she, she looks in her thirties, so that's kind of the whole. You know, I was like, if you're friends with that type of person, you're probably. A similar type of person, so chances yeah. are she. Yeah, I guess that justifies the whole thing of, of why she just took on all this stuff. And <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you know who knows? Like maybe, maybe at that point, like she was ready. I, I mean, personally, I wanted to see more of her friend because she said like her character looked like she would get into some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And it would have been. I mean, maybe in the episodes in between, she would have. <laughs> Like, she's kind of, like, the extreme comedic relief. Uh, Also loved her because she was in Parks and Rec uh, for a little bit. She was Tom's girlfriend at the end. I don't remember. Well, they dated, you know. (laughs) Um, But anyways. Yeah. uh, I wanted to see, like, what kind of crazy shit she was going to get into. (laughs) (laughs) Having to, like, babysit her friend's kids. But, you know. I feel like she probably was because, I don't know... Because I watched it on Hulu, so there was, like, a promo, and it had all four of the women, her included. Mm. So I was like, oh, I guess she's a bigger part of the show, which we can't tell from the first and last episode. Yeah. No, we don't. But there is, like, what, 22, I think? I think so, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. That's a lot. 22 episodes. And especially that it (laughs) takes place over a year. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a long time to lapse a show. Like, you Mm -hmm. would think it would be, like, I don't know, eight or ten episodes and be, like, over a month or something like that. But the show came out in, like, what, 2014? Around there? So this is, like, this is, like, pre-streaming. So 22 episodes, it's a full season. That's how, like, the industry would do it. So that was, like, the standard back then. So they got booked for a whole season. And then... um, I just know this. So like it, it's normal. But now if you're like going back into the context of now, because of all, like we binge things and we just expect all the episodes to be there, like 10 to t- less is the norm on seasons. But that's pretty much like they got booked for a whole entire season before they got p- cooked. Yeah, I guess 22 weeks is, I mean, still that's only like. It's like what, half the year? That's a whole yeah. year. Almost yeah. Half the year. So that it would probably have premiered sometime in September, took a break in the January, and then came back and, like, ended May, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, because they, they were doing that around that time where they split it up. They yeah. Had, like, 10 episodes and then it back 12 or whatever. Yeah. I just found that silly. Like, <laughs> Netflix like, changed the game. <laughs> <laughs> totally did. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're watching that show and you get into it, and then it's like, oh, 
Well, stay tuned for four months from now when we're coming back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course it gets canceled. Nobody's going <laughs> to Exactly. But it's the exactly. first season? What the heck? Exactly. We're going to be like, yeah, this is fun, but now I forgot it was on. Yeah. And then you bring it back and you're expecting people to still care. Exactly. Yeah. Especially since you have a show like Modern Family going around at the same time because it was I feel like it was oh, very right. I feel like it was very similar to Modern Family. It had like a little bit of a twist, but it kind of gave me that same energy like, oh, this is this is a different view of a different type of modern family. And it picked a few elements where I was like, oh, like the hot wife. Right. Like in modern family, you yeah. have Sofia Vergara, mm-hmm. Vergara being the hot wife. Then you have this like little like chubby kid that is of an, you know, is. You know, for in Modern Family, he's half he's Latino, and then in in this show, he's an adopted kid, kid, you know, an Asian kid in this white family. So it was like, oh, I see what you're doing there. You're trying. It's a little bit different, but it has these similarities. And then at the same time, what I noticed is from the pilot episode to the last episode was they changed the daughter. They did. So the daughter in the first episode was very like a little bit more rebel-y, I would I would say. And then she struck me as like, um Oh, Skater Boy, what is her name? Avril Levine. Thank you. Avril yes. Yeah, yeah. She struck me as like <laughs> Avril Levine esque. Very Avril Levine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then they changed the girl and she's a little bit more like Alex, who was like the smarty pants mm-hmm. in Modern Family. And I was like, that's an interesting choice. So and they changed her right away. I think that first girl was only in the pilot because I went and like IMBD it. That that was when they mm-hmm. were ordered to series. They chose to put a, put her aside and hire mm. Billy Madison. Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. Like, Bailey Madison. That would have been a fun. That would have been a fun. Does she play show. hockey? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the original actress's name was Gianna no. Lapera or Lapera. La I can't. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> that would be Pera. But uh, yes. <laughs> She was she was moved along and and replaced by Bailey Madison. <laughs> that would be so perfect because Billy Madison is like a grown up child man child, right. and he never developed because he never graduated kindergarten. Or perfect for the show. It yes. would be amazing for the show. Right. A big grown man, and it's like this is my child. That's. Uh, underdeveloped or educationally <laughs> just didn't mature and now Malin but it's gotta be Adam Sandler yes. as he is now like today absolutely does <laughs> tired and disheveled and, and slightly unhappy maybe they would have gone into a second season if he was on the show Who I know right? <laughs> that would have been a twist yeah yeah twist and turn What's another highlight was the, the uh, uh, where the whole time you think that it's um, that the teenage son is uh, thinking about Malin Ackerman uh, as yeah. when he does the uh, oh, what the frig is that the whole trident of the, the what the heck's the god of the sea oh the, Poseidon 
Yeah, he's doing the whole Poseidon yeah. thing, and he he it, he submits to his teacher his homework <laughs> like a sexual, like a fantasy like story, like a <laughs> erotic erotic novella as like Poseidon, and he's making love to a beautiful mermaid or something like that with an ankle tattoo. Yeah. And then we find out that it's not, uh, we're led to believe it's about Malin Ackerman, but it's actually about, I don't know who that is, a babysitter? No, I think it's like her, his sister's friend. Yeah. And I Um, had to think about that too. I was like, they didn't set that up really well. Like, oh, it's her friend that they were going to a concert together and then she got grounded for Yeah. The alcohol. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. And yeah. then he's like, I'll go to the concert. I'll and, go. Yeah. 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 But I don't um, think he's gonna get in. Yeah. The what yeah. yeah. That that is pretty funny. But it was just kind of like underlined, right? You had all these other stuff going on going on. Yeah, there was a lot going on. There was a lot was a going bit. on, yeah. Um one of the things I liked, it was more of a phrase than like a whole scene was when they were outside, like when they all got home, because they all got home at the same mm. time. And um, the dad was like, the neighbors are filming. Let's go inside. And I thought that was just like the funniest like one liner that was just punched in there and like made for people like me that pick up on random things. And I'm like, oh, that like made my ears perk. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny, you know. (laughs) So that's the last thing I'll add from like the first episode that I thought was like just a funny one liner that was just like if it went over people's head, it's fine. But some people caught it and it was great. That's a good one because I I did not that didn't stand out to me until now. I was like, oh yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That made me think that they were like some sort of rich family or something. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, that reminded reminds me of my mom who used to say, "Oh, people are listening." If I make a scene in the grocery store, oh yeah, when I was a child. Be like, people are watching. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Trust I me. I had that. But in Spanish, with attitude, like, ¿Qué va a decir la gente? Like, what are the people going to say about us? Like, literally, like, you got to get that telenovela, like, drop <laughs> in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just thought yeah. it was funny because I was just like, oh, no, no, neighbors are nosy. And then on top of that, they might think, like, this family's weird because his, like, ex-wives are always over you know the kids are always there so they're like intrigued like what's going on what's happening over there being into the gossip the chisme yeah i guess to finish it off uh i gave this uh like a six and a half a seven out of ten for the episode but same yeah same same (laughs) I gave the first episode pretty high because it just exceeded expectations. So I gave it like a nine. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Dang, wow. the first episode. I'm saying the first episode because it it wanted. Wow. This is this is my this is my like thing. It made me laugh like randomly, and okay. I'll be honest when yeah. I'm when I'm watching things, I'm not just watching. TV. There's a few shows that I'll be like all like this, but I do. I'm like doing laundry. I'm watching dishes. I'm doing other things. I'm a high function person, so I have to keep moving. So I was, I think, doing laundry, and so the fact that it made me stop and chuckle and actually like sit mm. down and stop. That's what I paid attention to, and it made me want to know like what else is happening. Um, mm. So I gave the first episode a nine. Now remember, my overall score was a seven. So okay, <laughs> so it's gonna it's ah. coming down. Yeah, yeah. It's coming yeah. down. <laughs> Sounds like a few. Uh, I think 
I think that that makes a good point to move on to episode 22, the last of the series, Mother's Day. Last episode. Diane and Jackie agree to let the kids be on, with Kate on Mother's Day. IMDb gave this an 8 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. not quite what happens, though. She doesn't... Uh, <laughs> She doesn't necessarily, they don't necessarily agree to that. They. That's, I am reading that directly from IMDb. Oh, I don't know yeah. who wrote well, it's, the it's more show descriptions they, for this one. Uh, but. Trick her into believing that she can take care of the kids while mm-hmm. they actually want to just go on vacation for Mother's yeah. Day. They want a mommy vacation. Yeah, that yeah, is a little different. bit different. <laughs> Uh, not not agreeing, more uh, tricking and plopping them onto Malinakis. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like here yeah. you go. We're uh, gonna get a day off. Is pretty much how that happens. And let step mommy yeah. do all the work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess it's it's uh, it's, a, it's truly a mom's day when they yeah, do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they go exactly. off and they do whatever they want and they, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think if I had kids, I would want someone else to take my kids for Mother's Day. A hundred percent. Yeah, like I would want to. I would want to get with my friends and get drunk and be like, "Honey, you take care of yes. the kids. I'm gonna go go on a razor. Call me an Uber at this time. I'll call you when I'm ready." <laughs> that type yes. of stuff. Yeah. Um, do a whole Mother's Day yeah. weekend and peace out. Let the the dudes or whoever handle the kids. And hang out with your friends all weekend. That's sure. that's Mother's Day weekend yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. So but that's easy for us to say because we don't we have kids. kids so we don't, we don't yeah. know. We don't know. None of us have children. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the plot lines here are, of course, that uh, they don't agree. They get plopped on. Uh, but Malin Ackerman is tricked into believing that. Uh, they are um, positively, they pump up her tires a little bit and say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we're impressed with uh, you over this year. And Marsha Gay Harden uh, makes that funny quip that she's like, I always thought you uh, were the type of person who needed a cocktail, but now I understand you just enjoy <laughs> a cocktail. You don't necessarily need one. <laughs> That was a good line. That was a good one. Uh, And then, of course, they walk away and they're like, yeah, you can have the kids. You know, we trust you. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And then, uh, so Malin Ackerman is like, oh, thank you so much. And so she goes and sees the kids and she's like, oh, you know, I get to be your mom for the day. And... You know, I think that's so nice of your moms to do that, to give me this gift. So now I think we should gift them in return, and I'm going to help you guys find the best Mother's Day gift for your moms, and we'll present them to them. And then, of course, they go to the the respective moms' houses, and neither one of them are there. So both <laughs> houses are empty, and that's when they catch on that... Uh, yeah, they tricked her. They tricked Malin Ackerman into watching the kids while they take a spa day at a <laughs> hotel. And the other underlying plot 
point is uh, the Bradley Whitford character. He is the head of the... Well, he's not the... He becomes the head of the firm after an oil pipeline explosion or spill. Mm -hmm. And his... Uh, firm represents the company that is responsible for the oil pipeline so he is suddenly under a lot of stress so yeah those are the two plot lines going mm. on uh dig it the first one was uh, let's talk about the first one i guess Did yeah you guys the first you guys line? enjoyed yeah. that yeah uh, it was okay. It was alright. I mean, yeah, I think at the beginning she's like, well, this is what I want, and they gave it to me, but I think I knew right away. I was like, oh, they tricked her. Like, they, they, oh, they suckered her. Yeah. They suckered yeah. her in. And then when they went to the house, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I was like, they're going, they're going, she's going to the houses with the kids. I was like, wow, like, no, no boundaries at all. Like, <laughs> they're just walking into the house and like, yeah. And I was like, wow. The door was open. The door was open in one, in one of them. And I think I don't know if the other one was open, but I was like, wow, no boundaries. And I just find it funny, like, because this is what she wanted, but then she's upset. But I think she was upset more that, like, she wasn't friends with them. And I was like, I guess that's cool. Like, you want to be friends with your husband's ex-wives. I don't know if that's always a reality, but I guess in the show, yeah. Like, they make, they make it a priority, which, you know, because they're co-parenting and all that but I just thought it was like it wasn't I don't know I just feel like it wasn't enough oomph to keep me super interested in the storyline I was like oh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah I agree I think it, it compares comparing the first pilot episode and this one the, the pilot was much more entertaining yeah um yeah but you can say like there must have been some sort of growth along the season that these guys are kind of trying to make it work i guess trying to make like all of their relationships work and it, i think erica was right like it's got that modern family like oh this is this is our family it includes everyone even you know folks from our past they don't ever go away this is who we are now so yeah. i mean in terms of laughs for like a comedic sitcom, I think I didn't laugh very much <laughs> in, the, in the last episode. No, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like e like from the main plot line and then the the sub -plot, plot line, I didn't really like mm -hmm. find it like chuckle worthy. However, there was a reference that <laughs> Malin Ackerman said while they were at the chicken farm. <laughs> getting this chicken so absurd <laughs> um she made a reference towards a bitcoin and i was oh, like holy shit right. like what <laughs> has has bitcoin been around this long already like i yes. was like they're ahead of the game <laughs> dropping that little like nugget back then i should have paid attention when i i should have watched this like back in 2014 I would have been in Bitcoin by now. <laughs> or by yeah, then. Well, I mean, well, there that's it is. not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> and it hasn't done too much since. It's just, it's expanding, but it's not increasing in value necessarily. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, unfortunate. It's yeah. like waving shiny things in front of your face, kind of. I don't trust that. Yeah. I don't trust Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, how many times in the last month have you got a spam message telling you to invest in an NFT? 
a lot for me. Uh, I <laughs> At least once. I, I get it like once or twice a week. Uh, oh, dang. Insta- okay. Instagram or a uh, you're probably, yeah, you're probably using some hashtags that they're finding you. <laughs> as soon as I start getting tagged and shit, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's the, I deleted the WhatsApp because it was just getting flooded every day with someone oh, really? being like, "Hi, how WhatsApp are you? was, WhatsApp was, yeah, WhatsApp uh-huh. is filled with uh, NFT and really spammers right now. I never used oh. it. Well, no, I used it. In their early days before they got bought out. I, so I, don't, yeah. I don't know what it is now. I don't have it. I yeah. used to use it because like, some of my coworkers were like, get on WhatsApp. But then it was on my personal phone. And I was getting calls on my personal phone. I was like, no. like, I'm, I, I'm, Bye. <laughs> and I took it off my, <laughs> my, my phone. But, yeah, yeah, WhatsApp was probably, I think it was around during the time of this show. So, hmm. yeah. yeah. Didn't make a reference to that, yeah. but we did get Bitcoin. <laughs> Uh, yep. Yeah, this I don't remember too much other I other than not really laughing. Yeah. Uh, the indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> the uh oh, man. Yeah, the Bradley Whitford character yeah. of course is under a lot of stress from now having to make a huge speech and try to uh kind of make make less of this huge oil pipeline explosion gonna make it not seem as bad as it is mm-hmm. so then he's eating a lot and stressing and so he ends up feigning during the speech which <laughs> I feel like was kind of telegraphed I, I kind of saw it coming I don't know if you guys did yeah yeah, yeah agreed very predictable <laughs> yeah. it was still like funny ish but it was it was predictable you're like oh yeah he's going to something's happening and it wasn't a <laughs> it surprise was kinda, it was kind of funny with how delayed it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, i think that's where like it was kind of funny um but for me like because at first they called it a heart attack right they were like mm-hmm. yeah the heart attack yes. and they're like freaking out and then when they reveal it was indigestion, I was like, how do you get that mixed up? Like, how wh- how did they, get, they got a call that it was a heart attack? They all show up and then and then it's just indigestion. Apparently that's a thing. Is it? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, like yeah. a severe indigestion could could be mistaken as a, oh, a heart attack. Really? Even like a panic attack can be mistaken as a yeah. as a heart attack. Yeah. That makes sense. And, yeah. I can confirm that. Yeah. I can absolutely confirm that. I mean, I understand the that, panic yeah. attack parts because I get, yeah. I get like, I get more anxiety mm-hmm. attacks if I panic attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, panic yeah. Um, oh, well, can I, can I tell a side, side personal story? <laughs> this is what we do in our podcast. Absolutely. But to that note about not having, or like having something mistaken, like back when I was like 19 or 20, uh-huh. I had like severe like chest or like back pain like chest uh-huh. into back and i literally thought i had like a hernia i was like what is going on went to urgent care did the thing and what they told me was it was like severe acid reflux I, I was remember. like oh my god <laughs> i thought it was dying like it hurt so bad i remember i was there but for anyways. that i knew you then i knew you then see wow <laughs> that's true that's true 
You had a fake heart attack of your own. (laughs) (laughs) You experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, that was like the only part of this episode that kind of made me laugh. Like, oh, how funny. It wasn't really a heart attack. He's totally safe. You know, like, and that's after everyone, like, we're like, dad, I love you. And like, you know, expressing love. And they're like, oh, it's just indigestion. (laughs) Yeah. That was, I guess that's what bring the whole family together though which i think mm-hmm. is um what they were always trying well i guess the whole point of the show is to always have the whole family involved somehow so mm-hmm. yeah. this was just the event that capitalized that uh, mm-hmm. yeah so then uh long story short they all end up at the hospital um the two ex-wives apologize to Malin Ackerman because the jig is up. They <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted a vacation. And then the whole family ends up at the hotel at the end. And yeah. Yeah, that was Trophy Wives. This yeah. felt like a middle episode, not an end episode. Mm. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Like, what's the... Because it doesn't leave you wanting a season two you know what i mean you're like oh cool this is where we're at <laughs> like yeah what's yeah. gonna happen next who yeah, knows it's like yeah. next week not uh next year or, or yeah. never yeah, <laughs> yeah. right because now because in 2014 you gotta wait well i guess you gotta wait no matter what <laughs> yeah you have to wait till what like yeah. september right yeah, yeah. whenever yeah. the next season premieres yeah. yeah basically yeah um <clears throat> yeah, that was Trophy that was Wife. <laughs> yeah. That was... So it sounds like you guys are pretty much on board where what the best episode was, uh, which would I, yeah. would be mm-hmm. the pilot. That's what I'm yeah. hearing anyway. What, what would you say was the best scene of the two episodes that you watched? Best scene. Best scene. I mean, I got to hand it to Malin Ackerman and downing the the vodka water <laughs> and yes. then getting drunk in the car. Like, I think that was pretty memorable and so relatable. Mm-hmm. Just, I remember watching that being like, oh, we've been there. Like, that's <laughs> that's the, you just feel <laughs> her pain. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be bad. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of vodka in that bottle. <laughs> and, uh, and then she's at the house and she's sucking on that popsicle or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Such a good popsicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was a mess. It's <laughs> <laughs> the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was like so out of it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, that was another good scene where he goes to kiss her and he's like, Did you vomit? She's like, Twice. <laughs> That's right. That's it. He's like, what's he say, baloney and, and vodka or something like that? Yeah, I know. It's kind of ironic because he's eating a lot of baloney in the last episode. There. He is. That's right. That is. That's right. Yeah. That is probably the one of the best scenes is her downing the yeah. bottle of vodka. Yeah. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on, which I thought was hilarious, was the uh, <laughs> when the hamster gets out and oh, they try to right. stop it and they're like, wait, slam the door. And then it freaking gets the hamster caught in the door and the hamster explodes, basically. Yeah. 
didn't show it though. It just didn't show it. Show it, but that's kind of what I mean. It might have been funny if you saw just a little splod on the the carpet, but (laughs) that would have been that would could have gone. Depends on how they did it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Could have been here. It was funnier that they didn't. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they buy, of course, it's the um, the Asian boy. It's his pet, so then they buy him a puppy <laughs> to try to cover it up, as any good parent would. <laughs> Just get you a puppy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it didn't distract him from then seeing that his hamster was missing. Yeah, yeah. it did <laughs> I forgot yeah, about the hamster work. too. Until he came out, I was like, "Where's my hamster?" <laughs> well, he went to hamster heaven. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's probably the best. I I think the downing was probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah that ultimately because really played out the whole mm-hmm. rest of the episode. Really, they didn't. Yeah. That was impressive that she could do that for that whole time. Like, that had to be... And who knows the amount of retakes they had to do or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Or the the break in between shots where she would have to, you know, stop being drunk and then be drunk again. (laughs) Unless she actually got drunk. She's method. There has to be real vodka. <laughs> Can't be water. No. I heard that the it's a classic, uh, the classic thing to do uh, to act drunk for, like in Hollywood, is basically they spin around three or four times before each take. Mm. Oh. So that they get yeah. the feeling of, of Yeah, things. you just oh. get kind of woozy, and then, I mean, slurring your speech is not that hard. Yeah. Well, we'll have yeah. to see. Yeah. Gotta go interview people. <laughs> go like down the yeah. rabbit hole. <laughs> Where, how did you pretend to be drunk? <laughs> how did she? They didn't. <laughs> how did they do it? They actually were drunk. Just <laughs> <laughs> Uh... Yeah, those were our best scenes. I... So, with that in mind, what would be the worst scene that you guys watched? Worst scene. Worst scene. <laughs> Nothing stands out. It's just <laughs> yeah. yeah, there wasn't like bad, bad scenes, to be honest. I'm getting the impression that the second episode is so lackluster that you're having problems picking out a specific <laughs> yeah. spot to yeah. say, this is where it fell apart, or this is where it didn't fall. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like you guys kind of had a, a, a guess, pretty unenthusiastic... Um, I guess where, yeah, the beginning of the last episode where um, they... You know, trick Malin Ackerman. They pump up her tires, and Marsha Gay Harden makes that comment about the the uh, cocktail. That Malin Ackerman is like, "Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so. Oh, what's the word? Oh, um, honored. She can't think of what the word is, and uh, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, you let us know yeah. when you find the word. See you later." It was like, okay, this is obviously, this is yeah. obviously a setup. Like, how mm-hmm. can you? It's like yeah. she was being uh, 
intentionally ditzy, like more than her character kind yeah. of was in the pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, it was kind of just to drive along the plot, and then I guess that was really the downfall when they just made... Mm -hmm. They made the characters act out of character to drive the plot. Mm -hmm. It was kind of lazy writing, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess that would be the worst scene, is, is that yeah. at the point that it became just a, everything to just make the plot yeah. go along instead yeah. of actually... Yeah. I actually, my it just came to me the scene that I was like, ah, it doesn't need to be here. Was the one where they're like, um, um, I don't know how to say her name, the main character, and and Bradley. <laughs> oh, Malin. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm worse. I'm the worst with like pronunciation of names. But they're walking in the hall in the hotel, and like she's like eating the burger. Like nothing pet peeves me more than like what. Like, why do you have to show me that she's eating? Like, was there like a food <laughs> eating disorder <laughs> thing coming about this actress? Like, I don't, that, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like going off on my personal tangents, but it's like, <laughs> it was just like, oh, they didn't have to do it. Like, I don't know. There was something about her eating the burger that bugged me. And I don't know why. I feel like it was just like forced. Like they could have had the conversation without her eating the burger and making it about the burger at one point. But maybe that's well. that's my personal food journey problems. That I have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, stop it! I can't eat burgers all randomly and have a hot body. <laughs> you know? Like maybe that's what the under, undertone of this like hate that I have. And then I just remembered why she bugged me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well. I don't know if you remember. She actually they didn't get a burger. She took that burger from like the tray, uh, a, the tray from someone else's room room service that had <laughs> one bite already in it. And I was like, "Ew, that's right." Because he yeah. he's like. Oh, where'd you get this? And he takes a bite of it, and she's like, "Oh, it was in the hallway or whatever." And then yeah, he spits it out. <laughs> yeah, can he you spits it out, and bite? she keeps eating it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd be right there with you, Erica. I was like, that was. Eh. That's probably what grossed me out too. Is like, why she's not like, why she should what what's happening? Like, no, why did she just get no a burger? Purpose. Yeah, it was just like the burger just was so out of place. And maybe it was to show that she was like chillax, like cool, you know, like she's a cool person and she does like crazy <laughs> things, but like I didn't need that. I didn't need that in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, there's some yeah. intentionally dumb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think I'm gonna go with that one, Erica. Yeah, that <laughs> one was kind of like, why did why is this here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was random. Yeah. So uh, we usually ask everyone what their most unintentionally hilarious moment was. I don't know. It's as easy with comedies, but if you had one, what was it? Unintentionally hilarious, a.k.a. it's so funny I forgot to laugh. I actually don't think, like, I don't think I have one, but I think I ex appreciated uh, the... The little adopted boy, mm -hmm. he he was actually really funny in both episodes. I thought he was super charismatic, um, and I wonder what he's doing now as an actor. Like I thought he was he he stood <laughs> out to me. I think in every scene that he was in, uh, so I don't really have any like unintentionally funny, but I thought he was an, a pleasant surprise. Yeah. 
Looks like he has been doing a lot of voice work. Mm. Wow. Uh, for shows like Action Royale, Coop and Cammy Ask the World. Mm. Uh, he's in a movie called uh, uh, Abominable. Oh. As the voice of Peng. Okay. Abominable. It's the uh, snowman. Very weirdly, he's in. Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie, a TV movie from 2016, where he was <laughs> cast as Kid Two. Kid Two. You can't make that up. You said up. no politics on this show. <laughs> yeah, no, there's none. But I, when I see something like that, I kind of have to mention it, it because it's just so yeah. bizarre. But remember, yeah. Donald Trump was in Home Alone too. Okay. So oh, that's yes. we, very true. We've we forgiven, we forgiven Macaulay Culkin. That's very true. You can take that part I think they should have battled him to the death against um, Tim Curry. <laughs> just, just the greatest. It would have been amazing. Yeah. No. Nice cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I think about like uh, unintentional funny moments. I think I have already touched on them. Was like those random one-liners, like the neighbors are recording, or like mm. just the randomness of the hospital. Mm. There was a few things, and I caught it because, um, like, I hear this a lot because I follow a lot of like, you know, life coaches on social media. So it was like, oh, the Reiki, and so I was laughing oh, at I that did. because the, the second. Um, ex-wife was like oh i could perform reiki on you and i'm like that's not what it's for <laughs> and i just started laughing because i was just like making fun of like some of the stuff that i do and like that mix between modern medicine medicine and like western and is it western yeah well, no eastern eastern it's a western yeah western eastern eastern, yeah. western, eastern practices and i'm like no but it's it's just kind of funny that some you know some people actually do like hardcore believe that and it's like that's what so I was just laughing at myself for that <laughs> yeah I don't have unintentionally hilarious but uh, I will touch on a highlight that I forgot about in the last episode where they're trying to find out where the moms are and they go to see that sad Steve character oh, who yeah. I think is is uh, see who I think has a the, sort of there's He's seeing the second ex-wife, the one that's not Marsha Gay Harden, that we can yeah. figure out who she was. Uh, and then the little Asian boy, the adopted one, uh, confronts him trying to find out where his mom is. And he's <laughs> that, like, that uh, he tricks him. He tricks him. Yeah, yeah. he says, uh, uh, he's like, where's my mom or, or something like that? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I really gonna, need my mommy. I can't tell you or whatever. And he's like, uh, <laughs> what the heck? See, I consider you my dad or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, you trick him. He's like, I consider like, you like oh, my dad. Let's call her right now. She's at the, yeah. she's at the whatever hotel. And he's like, ah. Jokes on you! I already have a dad. And he runs away. That's right. That's that was why a gem. Yeah, that's that why was he's a like, gem. Yeah, he's the gem of the show. He yeah, is. He's the that gem. was the best part of that's the right. entire episode. That was probably Agreed. the only good part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best part of that that episode. I already have a dad. Yeah, we have a dad. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> See, like the second, the last episode was like I buried it, 
I buried it. I forgot all these moments and you guys are bringing it up. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe I should take notes next time, but I'm horrible at notes. So. <laughs> yeah, a couple good scenes, but yeah, no, nothing uh, unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. Unintentionally bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was like writing in the middle, right? Like. Yeah. It was boring. Like kind of mediocre. Yeah. yeah. So with that in mind, would you guys watch the rest of the show? Would you like to get those gaps filled in and see what happened? Or There's way better television out there to waste my time <laughs> with. You know, like I can watch a lot of television. And this is something that I'm like, you know, like I just watched the last episode because, you know, we're going to do this. But um, I might have wanted to watch the second episode. But I think it seems kind of we went downhill after episode mm. one. Yeah, didn't have yeah. a strong point. Mm-mm. And then we have Modern Family, so it's like I could go watch Modern <laughs> Family, and I know that I will have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one for sitcoms, really. I'm not a big sitcom person. Uh, oh. There's a huge saturation of them, and they kind of all are yeah. derivative of each other. Like you're saying... You know, Modern Family and this took from Modern Family, and they all kind of have an A plus B equals C type mm-hmm, formula. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, not. I don't think I'll watch the rest. Same. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, agreed. All right. So that brings us to the part of the show where we lay it all down on the table. Does this show get a new season? Would you reboot it? Would you like to see a movie? Or does it belong in the trash? The big question, would you uncancel this show? Negative. No. <laughs> Negative. No, no, no. No, and, and no reboot. No reboots. <laughs> no reboot. No reboot. No. No. Uncancelled. Ah, hell no. No, no gritty reaction, reaction series version of it with, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we need a Watchmen crossover, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Just get Zack Snyder to right. yes. direct it. Right. Uh, He'll make it better. He'll improve yeah, it. Autom- automatically. Lens flares. Lens flares. Yeah. <laughs> or no, that's... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, uh, the guy who was the showrunner for Lost. Uh, David um, Goyer? No, I'm sorry. Not... Oh, God, he's the guy who does all the new Star Trek movies. He's famous for his lens flares. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Was he lost? I thought yes, he was like he the was. showrunner yes, for Lost. Yes, he was. Okay. He was. yeah. Was he lost? I didn't even know that. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, he was responsible for Lost. Him and David Goyer, uh, David S. Goyer, I believe, Yeah. did Batman Well, when Lost games. came out, I didn't really have cable and all that, so I think... I wasn't paying attention. I pay attention now more to names than I used to back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as for me, yeah, I'm, I was pretty indifferent to this, actually. I really could not care if they did or they didn't. It wouldn't surprise... I felt like it was one of those shows that would be on cable for five seasons and you just would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, it's been on for like seven years. Like, oh, they're still doing this? Oh, well, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Changed it's very channel. interesting to me because this was rated pretty highly both critically and mm. by audiences mm. um, to to you know when when I read that last night and prep for the show I was expecting a, you know a pretty lively debate but it seems like you guys are all in agreement that the show kind of flopped after episode one yeah and I think it, yeah. it just wasn't like it wasn't bad right it wasn't a bad show um but it wasn't innovative enough. And I think, I, I can't remember when, you know, all these streaming platforms started coming, but there was a switch in television, I feel like. For, and and I'm, I can't put a timeline against it, but I, I feel like there was something like when I was growing up, um, I was born in, eight, in the 80s. And so in the 90s, early 2000s, you have this kind of format for television. And then at some point it started changing and it started being more cinematic, more film. And so... Mm. Around that time, I feel like that's when, like, you know, the Netflix were coming up and you got you have this more innovative way to tell stories on television that mm. even though a show maybe like this, that isn't isn't a bad show, it has some good stuff can flop because you have just so much more options out there that are just different and this is kind of the reason why for me I feel like I didn't want to continue watching was watching this was because I've already seen stuff like this there's nothing new mm, it's not yeah. it's not giving me kind of this like I don't know what the word is but like a spike in adren adrenaline or like curiosity like mm. I could care less about these characters and so the characters also didn't have enough depth for me to actually like relate to and care about except maybe the little Asian kid you know um <laughs> Where stories like, and I always go back to Modern Family because, at least for me, like I see myself in like Sofia Vergara and and the Latinx community right there. You know, there's a connection there, at least for me. And then also seeing just how this family um, really just stays together, and me being of Mexican American descent, that's how our families are. You know, we stay together like that, and that that's kind of a community type thing which I didn't get that like love and vibe and like ride or die family dynamic in this show. So I think for me, subconsciously, I want to go to these other shows because I, I see something in there and there's like an emotional attachment versus this. It's like, oh, okay, it's okay to have in the background while I'm like vacuuming type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think the emotional attachment is something that is missing. Like it's not a, yeah, not a bad show. It's not, no. it's just missing, like, you, you don't really care about yeah. the characters. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hollow. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, like yeah. a tin facade of a show that when you start digging in, you find not a lot back there. Yeah. 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 And that's something yeah, you want to, that. that's what you want to hope from, like, the season ender, like, right, the, the last season, the last episode of the season or the season finale is like, you want to see that growth or like that depth. Cause I, mm. I probably would have watched more if that season finale had had a little bit more <laughs> depth to it. And it was just kind of like, yeah, uh, very surface yeah. area. Yeah, I'm of the thought that you want to bring your A game to your first and last episode because you want people to come into it and leave with a positive. Uh, and, and if you put everything and we've watched shows, you know, I've, we've, on a lot of shows and we've seen them where you know it's like episode one is stellar mm -hmm. everything's perfect and by the end it's just petered out and they've run out of ideas and mm -hmm. you wonder how the whole thing got re greenlit mm -hmm. yeah. so you know yeah, sure. and and yeah i can totally understand that uh this is only a hollow 
attempt at a show. It's not really digging in and getting at my heartstrings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know with you guys, it's the same with me. You know, we're, we're, we have all this stuff shoved in front of us. Say, hey, watch this, listen to this, whatever. You can only pick so mm-hmm. much. Before before you have to say, okay, well, it's time for me to do me things now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more television for today. Yeah. Gotta, you know, I have that bottle of wine in the fridge. Yeah. I was calling my name. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if this list, they didn't actually see the shows and they just went off uh, the ratings. Mm. Uh, Brandon, at this point, I'm willing to say we've done more work on 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 actually watching that list than the authors of that article <laughs> ever yeah. did. Yeah. 100% true. They just had to throw something together and we yeah, we took it as gospel instead of with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't know is there a just as a last minute, is there like a top review or something? Just because so, that's so highly rated. Like, yeah. I didn't find a top review for uh, any of the episodes, but let me see if I can find a top review for the show, the show itself. Yeah. yeah. And let's see here. 18 user reviews. Oops. Yeah, so that's such a high, like, what do you, like, it, the audience score is high, and the, the critic mm. score is, what, like, seven, uh, like, almost 80%? Really? So let's see here. We've got six out of ten uh, by Snoopy Style, says functional modern family sitcom. Uh, somewhat Accurate. funny, but also a bit embarrass- embarrassing. Six out of ten by Cheryl. <laughs> a bit embarrassing. Um, embarrassing. That's what it says. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, a good show. Warning spoilers. <laughs> Chappy watched. Chappy watched Trophy Wife, the complete series. I saw the trailer for this, and it piqued my interest. And now, after watching it, it wasn't a bad show. He gives it four out of ten. And he says it wasn't a bad show. That's what we're doing, though. We're like, it's not a. You know what I've noticed though? Sometimes some shows can go longer because it has the budget. It has good mm. writers, it has good actors, but where the storylines mm-hmm. fall flat. And I'm going to throw it in here, but yell- if you guys are Yellowstone fans, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yellowstone <laughs> Yellowstone has like really good elements, but the storylines are literally from telenovelas of my childhood. Literally one day I was in the shower and I like... I was like, oh, it would be funny if this character is doing this because A, B, and C. And guess what happened? It, I, we were watching it. My husband watches it. And I was like, oh, my God, I just thought of this in my head. Like, literally, I should write for this show. But anyways, that's like my rant. Going off topic. It's literally a soap opera. 100%. I, I personally believe Yellowstone's a comedy, a, sat- a satire comedy that just went over everyone's head. And I just laughed the whole way. But anyways, off topic, I think. But on a serious note, it, it also depends on the money that they could put behind it to make it sure. as good as it could be. But at the end of the day, like we were talking about, the storylines, when they fall flat, mm-hmm. they just can't keep going. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you guys, because as I was reading up on this mm-hmm. earlier, uh, I, I found an article on Daily Mail, which <laughs> isn't the best news Daily reporting. Mail. they say that this show was blasted for being a rape joke 
and and oh. for for constant perceived misogyny. So I, I'd like to know, did you guys get that vibe at all? Because apparently there's a couple of places where people are like, oh, this is very misogynistic. And I didn't get mm. that impression from anything that you guys put forth today. Um, I don't know. I mean, not, I mean, I didn't see anything about that felt like a, a controversy about rape on, between the first and the last episode. So I'm, yeah. I don't know about that. It's, let me read it because maybe I misread maybe. it. It says, "Yeah, and I I could see how some people maybe because it was just like the man, he's the breadwinner. I can he has see multiple that. wives, yeah. well, and he's it, like, and well, it's kind of uh, promoting that, like, okay, men could date younger women, or you know, not as female empowerment as as we're as. What am I trying to say? Like." <clears throat> Maybe diminutizing. Yeah, I think I think what's happening. I think what could be the conversation, and this is just like off the off the top of my head, is that for so long we've seen you know male dominant dominant society, masculine society, and so and a lot of mm-hmm. our storytelling was like that, where like you know damsel in distress, right? And then now we're kind of women, especially you know we want to see ourselves as like people of power you know like we we could take Mm -hmm. care of ourselves independent so how this show can fall back to i'm just a wife you know Mm -hmm. and and it's fine Mm -hmm. it's fine you know some people want Mm -hmm. some people some some women want that and that's okay but i think Mm -hmm. it might some people may be like well that's promoting that a woman should only go look for a rich Mm -hmm. husband type of thing so i think that may be where it could be going (laughs) Well, and I, I think to piggyback off that, the the show is called Trophy Wife. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. right. What were you expecting? Yeah, exactly. 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 So, yeah. I, I mean, if you're, yeah, I think definitely that sh- that title would not survive today. Like today, that would yeah. just wouldn't mm-hmm. even get greenlit. But yeah. like, this is only what 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't mm. that long ago. No. Um, so I can see. Yeah. It wasn't, and yet, and yet, at the same time, in terms of cultural changes, I think it's an enormous amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, when you really yeah. think about it. Yeah. Well, I think because so oh much gosh. has changed. It's almost been ten years. I just re- like that dawned on me right now. Pretty this show was almost yeah. ten years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I could, see, I could see it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not knowing what happened in between you know, the first and the last episode. But yeah, I can I can see yeah. just judging by the title that it would not land well mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with with audiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think uh, remember there's a scene where Marsha Gay Harden makes a comment to Bradley Whitford about Malin Ackerman that is she says something like, "Oh, you had to go and marry the child bride or something." Oh like that. yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I guess that kind of mm. implies that he's kind of, you know, I, I guess sort of like, a, um, not necessarily a good, but I guess maybe he uses his money to mm-hmm. kind of get a young wife. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, or he has a history of yeah. kind of yeah. not respecting women. Women, and, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't play his character as this like creepy guy, you know. Right. Yeah, he didn't. Um, yeah, but I I do remember hearing that, and I'm like, oh, that might ruffle some feathers. 
Um, but it, you know, it, it like without watching the other episodes, I don't know of the like the other conversations that we're having, but I could just assume based on human nature and what what the show is about that people would be talking and be a little upset of some of the concepts of the show. I could see how that could mm-hmm. play out. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, but at the same know. time, it was a vehicle for Melin Ackerman and mm-hmm. it wasn't like, like it's a woman centric show, even if True. she plays a trophy wife, like yeah. she is the main character. Yeah. And it was created by two women, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, Yes, who are also now my my impression of the two writers was that they have had like some history together Mm -hmm. working in the same shows. Emily Halpern and Sarah Haskins, Mm -hmm. and they both worked on the film Booksmart. I don't know anything about it. And there's a a television. It's a good movie, actually. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a show called Blackish. Yes. Which yes. is a, stand- a good show. They were the producers and showrunners for like I think a year. Okay. Oh wow. Or something like that. And then it's been on for seven seasons, yeah. so now it's le- left into the hands of someone else. So I don't know yeah. if that was, you know, to the detriment or to the good or what, but uh it seems like they're they have a strong standing yeah. together. Yeah. You know. In the industry, which is really unusual. You don't have that a lot. No. Where you have like writing teams that actually get hired and stick together from one property to the next. That's pretty uncommon. It, it, I think it is. Yeah. And, but it shows maybe their power together. Their testing. Yes. I absolutely think so. Because, yeah. Like, as we mentioned, like the first episode came off really strong. So there was probably mm-hmm. a few episodes that were strong, and then you start working with the team, and I don't know what other roles they ended up having. They had other projects that took them away, but um, you know, I think it, it, you know it's a step forward, and a lot of times, you know, with Hollywood, there could be a lack of representation. There's gatekeepers, and so I think just having mm-hmm. the path open up for women to be out there, and there's going to be fail. You know, we're going to fail. And we just keep moving forward, but at least they have those credentials to allow them to continue working um, in Hollywood and get stories out there that may not always yeah. be out there. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Getting those voices yeah. out there. Yeah. So, uh, any final thoughts on the show or anything um, else? If I'm ending it, uh, <laughs> they worked on Blockish, and this was just ish. <laughs> That's a perfect ending. Mic drop. Yeah. That sums it all up. Drum roll and Yeah, that sums it up. Drum drum boom chest. Put a fork in it. It's done. So uncancelled, it's a crumb.
Wait a minute. Throw some hers and ours in there. What's your hurry?